0: Previously on the pod called Quest
1: miles away, you guys can see this conical hill that's been carved out straight from the rock. And uh, you guys know that this is called Felcon. has been abandoned and fallen into disarray for the last couple hundred years. You guys uh, continue on. Percy, with your perception, you can see you are getting to a point where there are some breaks in the stone here, where the bridge ceases to exist. This particular break looks deliberate. Maybe
2: they had to blast the bridge because they were being invaded or something like that. Maybe it was a defense mechanism, I'm thinking someone from the south, someone from Arden, was smart enough to destroy this bridge to make sure that maybe whatever we're getting into, we have no idea what we're walking into but we know that there's something evil, there's something, some sickness on this land Hey! Hey! Percy flips him off.
3: This is our bridge. Sorry. This is where we do our fishing. You're not gonna catch very many fish if you keep yelling You were yelling first! No I wasn't! <laughs> yes you were! Hey Man.
1: So you swish the rod in the air, and you cast the spell through it. You guys can watch as the energy moves from Salai's hand. You watch as like its scales are to get torn from it, and it lets out this horrible bellow. <laughs> <laughs> Salai. Yes. Yes. two, two, two,
4: we're having fish sticks tonight, boys.
1: Everybody. Welcome to episode 59 of the pod called Quest. As always, I am your friendly neighborhood game
3: master, Josh.
0: And I'm Stephanie.
3: I'm Shane. I'm Foz. I'm Laura. I'm David. Guys, this is the first session of 2022.
5: Oh, wow! yeah! Hopefully this one's a better one than the last
2: two ones. <laughs> it won't be. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Yeah, hopefully
4: twenty twenty two is not twenty twenty part two. You know, I mean
1: twenty twenty part three.
4: No, twenty twenty two. Get it?
1: Uh, yeah, but twenty twenty one was no. part two. Nice. So. No, I'm,
4: but it's funnier because it's no, it was Well,
1: arguably, it wasn't funny at all.
4: God, Josh isn't getting my joke.
0: Yeah, I, know. I,
1: I got it. It just wasn't funny. Wow. Does anybody even remember what happened in episode 58? Hmm.
0: Yeah, we fought. Oh, the, uh, the giant whale. We fought the troll whale. No, on what the bridge. was that?
1: <laughs> yes, Steph, y'all fought a whale in a lake. That's <laughs> what happened. <laughs> yeah. We fought
0: the whale in the lake. <laughs> it was a large You know sea those
3: classic freshwater whales?
4: Yeah, freshwater <laughs> lake. The lake whale. The classic lake it was whale. One of those, it was
1: one of those long whales, you know? <laughs> Long whale. <laughs> no, it was uh, it was a water orm. It was basically as we realized as we we kind of looked into it more. They're essentially Nessie, yeah. but this one in particular was is more serpentine, <laughs> less of a plesiosaur. You know. Yes. Yeah, you guys fought some marrows. You came. I mean, we should up. say you came upon the. The Lake of Lords, this big, this mm-hmm. wide bridge you guys traveled across with all these dwarven statues and creations that have been kind of, you know, fallen apart and decrepit over the years. You did realize there was a couple breaks in the bridge that Percy, through some of his knowledge checks, realized was were like possibly deliberate or at least very specific in how they were broken. And then, yeah, you mm-hmm. guys had the fight with the Marrows, um, who kind of got taken out by the water orm itself. And I tried large, to be friends with
4: them, but they weren't having it.
1: I mean, they're they're evil creatures. So <laughs> you, you rolling a good diplomacy check doesn't just make them your friends. It makes I them know. slightly less skeptical of you.
4: I'm just always hoping that I can
1: You looked a little bit less like food afterwards. Okay. Well. Although you're you were the ideal because you are surf and turf. Yeah. That's right. Mm, I don't that's like Ila's that. new nickname is surf and Turf. That's pretty funny. I feel like that's very. Oh, degrading. I love it. It is. Yeah. <laughs> I don't
5: know. I feel like there's worse things you can call a fish. Maybe
4: people have called me plenty of things over. What when I got burned, someone said that it smelled like fish sticks or something. Like you yeah. all <laughs> have made too many seafood yeah, jokes this entire time. I, I mean, Skelly person.
1: Skelly told you that the fact that you have scales is fucking gross. Not that long ago. Yeah. Remember that? That was rude. Yeah. Also,
4: Song always likes to nibble at her toes, which is fucking weird. She just song. likes to
1: lick you like a little salt lick.
4: <laughs> yeah
1: I
5: Like assault. a salt fish
1: lick. <laughs> <laughs>
5: a
4: fish lick.
1: Yeah, Skelly. Ne- Skelly never got close enough to you or like touched a hand to realize that you are covered in scales, and he thinks that's fucking gross.
4: Okay, well, thanks, Skelly. <laughs> I think you're fucking gross. How about that?
1: He's like, yeah, I am.
4: You little goblin.
1: That's part of it. <laughs> Mean and green, baby. Mean and green.
4: I can't remember it, like ex- the exact moment we left off. I just remember fighting those Marrows.
1: After the fight. It was right after the fight. Right at the end of the fight oh, okay. is where we left okay. off. So on that note, there's nothing else anybody wants to say. Any more uh, Any more uh, things to take care of before we dive in? Anybody? Anybody?
4: I'm good. Well, uh-huh. I think I'm good. I am ready.
1: Well, after this uh, harrowing battle with these Marrows and this water orm, you guys find yourselves left on this now water-soaked bridge. I believe that Elgaroth is still treading water. Currently, he's still in the water with his axe. Go ahead and roll me a swim check, there, Elgroth, uh, if you if you could. Uh, let me take rage off really quick. I mean, you could keep it on for this one check for this one round because you can, you can leave that on if you want to. It would be better for your check. All right, Elgaroth finished everything right. Like he was the killing blow. No, the killing blow was Salai. Oh, that's right. Again, hey, hey. Twice, in row, twice in a row. Twice
0: in a
5: row.
1: Yeah, it's, uh, she's been using that meta magic rod to extend touch spells to, like, oh, close right. range. Oh, it was, it was yeah. uh, inflict, inflict serious, serious wounds. wounds.
5: Gross, that's right. That was nasty.
1: Yeah. Honestly, I don't think I knew that that rod existed to be able to make touch spells do that. And I don't know why so many of my casters haven't had that spell before. It's so dope. It's great. I am very sad I never bought that. For I mean, it's not cheap, but still. Anyways, what did yeah. you get in that uh, swim check there, Elgaroth? Uh, 19. 19. Oh, yeah, you're good, able to tread water and everything. You're probably able to move, what, quarter your speed? Half your speed, if that's all you're doing. If that's all you're doing. So you can get to the edge of, like, one of the pillars that holds this up. So if you want to climb up, roll
3: a climb check. I'm sure you'll nail it. It's a relatively right. easy. Uh, another 19. Oh, no, 21.
1: 21. Yeah, you're a- you're easily able to over time. You just kind of, you-, you strap the axe to your back, and you're able to scale up the side of this dwarven rock and pull yourself above over the side. You guys see is this hulking red orc covered in water dripping wet just pulls himself up and over he's still raging (sighs) breathing heavily pulls him up over the side of the uh the bridge and is now like standing there wringing out his beard you you guys are all (laughs) back here at the top enemies defeated nice
4: you okay algroth
1: what oh hell yeah that was awesome
4: (laughs) i'm glad you're all right
3: yeah you too the way you, you jumped off the side of the bridge. Yeah, I thought you guys would come in and join me. Then I realized, no, that was probably pretty dumb.
0: <laughs> Does
4: anyone need any healing?
2: I just got a scratch. Nothing to need to spend something on.
4: I'm okay. I just want to check out this city. These breaks in the bridge, it's it's just weird.
2: Well, do I think the creature was big enough to be able to, to create those, those
1: breaks with its body? What knowledge do you have? I have nature. I have... Engineering. I'm gonna say engineering to know if the size of that creature was big enough to put brakes on okay. the bridge like this. Thirty seven. Dwarven stone? No fucking way. Oh damn. Yeah. Okay. Like a human made bridge? Maybe. Yeah. But dwarves? No. Crazy. Yeah,
2: I I have no idea. Definitely wasn't that creature though, I could tell you that much.
4: So this was done strategically by somebody. Seems so. That makes me a little nervous. But those marrows seem to have been here for at least a little while. So how did they get across just fine?
2: Oh, well, probably swimming around stuff. Yeah, you guys know they
5: can swim. They're really good swimmers.
4: Right, okay. We should probably move on before we run into any more unpleasant things.
5: Hopefully that's the last of whatever that was.
2: You think there's more? Yeah, can we see if there's more breaks ahead of us? I think we
1: saw that there were... Perception? Uh, more more breaks in the bridge? Yeah. Uh, ahead sure, ahead of roll of a perception us. check as you guys continue on. Uh, a will respond to Elgroth. It's...
5: Hard to tell. I mean, it's a very large lake.
4: 28 perception for
2: Isla.
5: 34 for Percy. Is this for the breaks in the bridge? Yes. Yeah,
2: to see if there's more coming up as we travel.
1: Yeah, I mean, with those rolls, I mean, just, to, just to cut it short there, like, um, you guys don't see any more. There's been three you've Wait. seen.
2: Yeah, I don't see any more. Let's just uh, keep an eye out as we uh, approach.
5: Can I do a perception check on to see if there's any other disturbances in the water?
1: Sure. Mm-hmm.
5: it's a 22
1: 22 yeah I mean the, the water in the lake is, is not still because uh, there are multiple rivers you've, that flow into it with a 22 uh, you do notice there are an amount of different fish you can see in the water sometimes you don't notice anything that seems to be uh, even nearly as large okay. um, as the water orm and you don't notice any other marrows. cool all right I mean, it's a big lake. It's probably pretty deep. So there's probably yeah, some stuff living in there. But, still, but nothing is yeah. making itself known or apparent in any way.
5: See, this is like one of those moments in a movie where they're like, oh, yeah. And then something huge swallows that huge thing. And then David shits <laughs> his pants Star and dies. Oh, my God. That was a good moment.
1: Cooperfish
3: <laughs> That was pretty
5: good.
1: Yeah. No, I mean, you can imagine, uh, you know, in order to support a creature as large as the water orb, it's probably a pretty big, deep lake. Uh, it probably has a lair somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that shit.
4: (laughs) Don't love that.
1: Not a fan of deep water. No, me neither. Full on thalassophobia. So are you guys planning on just going across the bridge the rest of the way? I think so. I think so. Yeah. I
0: think we just want to keep at it.
5: Let's go find out whatever curse is happening or zombies live here.
1: All right. Well, you guys continue on across the second half of this bridge. And probably 20 minutes later, as you're walking, being careful, you begin to approach the part of this bridge that essentially leads and runs into this city. You can see this, the, the hill here is starting to get larger. It looms over you more. And you can see this large conical shape to it. And all of it made of stone and has been chiseled down into this city. And you can see buildings and towers and aqueducts and all these sorts of um, different pit bits of architecture that make up this hill that has been carved from solid stone into this dwarven city. And you can see that this bridge runs right up to the front gate. It literally leads into it. And there are various other roads that lead here as well. Some of them more decrepit than others. But you guys can even tell from this far away, this city is abandoned. is broken down much of the walls have have come apart and are no longer being tended to but eventually you do make your way basically to the front gates okay oh my god
3: no this is felicundin this Felkholm, as it's known to oh that's right (laughs) And do we know that we have to go through the city to get to Kagongrad? Uh Kavlumgrad is north of here, but I just need one moment. What the fuck
1: did you say?
4: <laughs> I couldn't understand what you said. <laughs> Felik Hundin. Felik
1: hundin.
4: hundin. It just sounded like you said
1: <laughs> <laughs> This is this is Bug all over it. <laughs>
3: Okay, Look, no, I was thinking yeah, of it?
0: I literally couldn't say it.
3: <laughs> Once you reach a certain point in your your creative naming of stuff, you just result to seizure sounds. No, it's literally fucking it's it's Tolkien Kuzdul. I'm using their actual language. Hundin. Chisel Hill. You're
4: just really good at naming things. We've talked about this before. The
3: actual language is generous.
4: I think I mentioned that you the last time we had an issue with a name you were like no it's so obvious. It's like from this root word that means this thing and we were like nobody knows oh,
5: that, that was but good. you. Sometimes I feel so dumb when you say things because you know so much about shit sometimes. Yeah. Dude. I'm like fuck.
1: As much as you guys think that's a compliment you know what goes through my brain? I am wasting my time coming up no. with these because y'all don't even get them.
4: It's no, not just a waste of You're just awesome, that's
1: all. That's not. We are too dumb. Anyways, it's called, it's known as Felkholm. F-E-L-K-H-O-L-M to like the artist. Cool. It's the, you know, common. They heard the word Felikundin and they went, no. (laughs) Just like Laura did. They went, (laughs) Felkholm, Felkholm. They were like, That's easier.
3: That's easier. Uh, it's known as the ruins of Felcom now because it's a <laughs> it's a ruined city, but I think Elgaroth did a, a history check on this last time. Mm-hmm. But uh are there any stories as to why this place is abandoned? I can't remember what your check is. You want to roll another one?
1: I don't remember what your check is. We can consider yeah, it because now either. you're up close.
0: <laughs> yeah. I don't know.
1: I don't I don't remember sure. what the check is. I'm the not gonna reveals yeah. itself. To yeah. You. yeah. Sure. You remember. Uh twenty-three. 23. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. We'll just give you a GM gimme if we did reroll it. That's fine. So fellholm is known as the, the Chiseled Hill. Um, it's the direct translation from Dwarvish. But it is like a city of craftsmen. Uh, it's a, a, a big place of trade. It's kind of why the bridge is here. It makes it easier for people to go back and forth. In ancient times, the bridge was actually, it's wide enough to where like there's lots of trade that happens on it. Uh, so there would there would have been, like, carts and stands and stalls and maybe some, like, wooden buildings and stuff that, like, non-dwarves and dwarves built up to trade and stuff. But from what you know, this was part of the attack of this dragon, you know, 300 years ago. And it has been abandoned since because of the destruction wrought on it. Dang. And because the as much as it is a place for trade, it also was highly connected to Kaglamgrad. And the fact that Caglimgrad fell, this city kind of died as a part of it as well. Yeah. Because it was also, it was just alone up here. There's no other cities for many, many hundreds of miles. And so mm-hmm. the fact that Caglimgrad was gone and cut off, felt like Hunden also kind of died as well. That makes
3: sense. Right. And do we have to go through Felcom to get to Caglimgrad? You
1: don't. You can literally go around it if you want to keep going. Uh, it's just south of the Withered Alps. You guys are much closer to Withered Alps now. They're like on the horizon. They're probably, I don't know, a couple days from you. Mm-hmm. Tops.
3: Okay. So we're at the we're at the front
1: gates Maybe of not it right that. now? You're at the front gates of Felcombe, yes.
3: Elgroth will tell the group. Felcombe! Ancient trade city. Used to be lots of crafters here. Got destroyed with the dragon as well. We could go around it if you want. We don't need to go through it to get to Caglimgrad, but if you want to do some exploring, I'm game.
4: Oh, that's a shame about the dragon.
2: I mean, I'm I'd like to check it out uh, I mean I don't even know if I don't even know if Davkul's been up here I gotta I gotta record this in my in my mind
1: yeah actually Percy just so you you would know that Davkul like couldn't have physically been here he wasn't old enough Davkul probably a little bit over 100 years old back before he died so yeah I just mean in general like even to see the ruins like I'm sure it's still oh, an sure, amazing sure, sure. sight to he, yeah it, yeah for sure he could have maybe yeah. Uh, but yeah he would have never been here in its heyday it's it happened sure. almost 200 years before he was born gotcha So, but also, what's up to y'all?
4: I would be down to explore if you guys are.
5: Is there (laughs) any signs that there have been feet prints or, or like, feet prints? Uh, Just, like, any signs of travel? Like, in and out of here? here, Like, recent? Yeah, uh, you can roll survival if you want to check. Yeah. Yeah. Natural 19. Mm. I know my survival's not great. Let's see. 24.
1: 24. It doesn't look like anyone's been at least up here uh, on the bridge and towards the front of this gate in a while. Okay. You may be fine with the 24. There's maybe some animal tracks.
3: Okay. Anything extra with the 29?
1: With a 29, still no humanoids, you would notice. Utterly abandoned. Mm. Dope. Okay, cool. What's the gate look like? Does it look like something we can open? The gate? I mean, you don't need to roll perception checks for this. It just doesn't exist.
5: Mm. It's just gone. Oh, shit. Okay. Whoa. Didn't know that.
1: Yeah. You can see. uh, I I mean, this is an an easy thing. You can just check. You can see what would have been the remnants of a stone gate that was here. Oh, dear. But uh, uh, there there are no gates. It is just an open Ah. archway. Okay.
2: All right. Let's uh, take a peek.
0: Let's be sure to be careful.
2: Sounds good. That's my other middle name.
1: No, it's not. Um, uh, you guys uh, you guys come through this archway and, and you, you walk into like what is this large town square? these towering stone buildings all around you kind of frame this humongous like entrance area to the city you can see probably about 40 yards in front of you. There is this like grand geometric fountain that is obviously not running. There's no water still in it. Uh, If there is any, it's maybe only an inch or two high just left over from years of it being basically a basin for water to collect in. Part of this has been destroyed and many of the buildings, including the tallest ones, um, have much destruction wrought around them. But um, it is quiet. And honestly, especially for Percy, who's someone who has spent a lot of time amongst the dwarves. It's really sad. Yeah. It's a really beautiful place that is empty, devoid of life. But the most interesting thing is for you guys to notice is that none of the buildings are made with masonry. They're carved out of this hill. They are one giant piece of stone everywhere. That's cool. Interesting. I think Percy might like peek into a couple buildings just to like check it out as we're kind of walking through yeah, is there anything specific anybody wants to look for or look at? Is there anything like specific while you're here that you want to do?
4: Treasure or food? <laughs> if there's food here, we should not eat it. <laughs> no, no, I don't think it's forever. good anymore.
1: <laughs> I mean, knowing fucking Elgroth with his old granola. Oh my god, pocket granola,
3: pocket pocket nola, baby,
4: pocket nola.
3: I'll uh... never tell what that was.
4: <laughs> oh my god, ew.
2: Jeez. I don't know. I'm trying to think like, I think what Percy would be most attracted to would probably be iconography or like runes or something like, you know, like something grandiose that, like, can you look for something
1: like that? Maybe a, te- a temple? Oh, so there's no there's no temple immediately apparent to you mm. where you're at. Um, it's a big city. It's made in multiple levels. You could roll a perception check if you wanted to see, like, how many levels it goes up. But it's this big conical hill mm. that has been built up in multiple levels. Go ahead and roll a perception check. See if you can find anything that might be interesting. Just uh. person. If anybody... Oh, I... I'm trying to be specific so that we're not just rolling blanket perception checks. Mm. So if you want to find anything specifically, gotcha. let me know what you're looking for.
5: You can read Dwarven though, right? Yeah. Like out of... I don't know if anyone else can.
1: 25. 25 on that perception? Yep. Yeah. So you're able to look around a bit. You can tell that the, um, the floor here, like the roads and everything, they're carved with all sorts of scrawlings, all geometric. There's not a round shape around. They're all angular in every way, even areas that look like they'd have, like, you know, a, a rounded dome on top of something. No, it's all angular. It's all made in, like, perfect geometry. But from, from what you can tell, Percy, like, all of the the stuff here is is written in a, in a Dwarvish that you are only familiar with from Zillion's father's book. Yeah. It is an older Dwarvish that is much more archaic, and a lot of things you don't understand fully. As you Before, you had to ask Zillion for, like, help with certain words, because right. he is, you know, more well-versed in it, and even he doesn't speak it fluently. But you can tell that all of the scrawlings here are all essentially like runes of blessing and runes of essentially fortune that are scrawled across the entire flooring here. It makes up the cobblestones of these different runes and stuff and you walk over to this fountain these multiple strange geometric shapes that you can kind of tell how the water would have come out previously although part of this has been destroyed. Some of it looks like you know from the age of time and some of it maybe from the incident that made this become abandoned Mm. as well but uh, you look and this fountain was made to honor one of the kings of the past but you You have a hard time translating the full thing because it's not fully intact. But it was specifically made to honor a specific person that was important to the dwarves previously. Does anybody else have anything specific they want to look at while we're here? Where's the
5: tavern? Is there any vintages that are good inside the tavern? Oh. The dwarven vintages. I mean, just if kidding. you want to literally look for that, you're more than welcome. No, I'm not. Um, so, like, it, the scale of this town—like, is it like a small town? Like, you know, you said it was a trading area, so it's pretty big,
1: right? It's like, built multiple levels up to a giant conical hill. So okay, it's, cool. big. it's big. It's um shit. You guys are just on the first level. Okay. Oh, that's
5: right. Let's just go exploring. Oh, I know, but I'm thinking like what, what get lost would be like, in this place? Should I think of situation? Minis- yeah, like places. You know,
1: kind of Kinda like Minas Tirith. Probably not that tall though. Minas Tirith is fucking humongous, and, um, it, and the levels are not as elevated. Each one. Yeah, I'm wondering how much like maybe it goes deep into the mountain.
5: You don't know.
2: Yeah.
1: There's that.
5: Maybe places of like municipal places would be interesting. Maybe for like just. Well, I think I, I kind of want to like go up to the top. Yeah. Go to the very top. Or check to see, that what, out. see anything of significance. In the bottom. What's significant? We're on the bottom.
0: I know. <laughs> I know four. David already rolled a survival check to check for like footprints and stuff like that. But Salai can't shake the feeling that the bridge being destroyed on their way out. Like, that there could be something they were trying to, like, keep inside of this city. Can she, like, do another survival check to see if she can see any sort of signs of any creature that might be here? Not just... Sure. or like stuff.
5: Also, yeah, are there signs of violence? Like, like
0: scratch, like, anything that might yeah, have alluded to idea. something that happened here.
1: Okay, you just asked two different things.
0: Let's start with any, any signs of a creature. Okay. And I am going to first use dead eyes lore to give myself a little boost to boost okay boost to boost I had a 22
1: a 22 you don't see any signs of like a creature being held here it looks like nothing's been through here in a very very long time yeah I mean the only sign you get is they're they're does seem to be some destruction that would be akin to some kind of dragon, possibly. But you're not well versed in exactly what they would do to like stone and stuff. You've never experienced that, but yeah. you do see some destruction that looks like incendiary in some way. But it's also been like 300 years, so you can't really totally tell. But yeah, you think okay. so? Think you think that lines up with the story? Sure.
0: Um, would I be able to? And I don't know if this is perception check or if I would roll survival. But can I look to see like how quickly people left? Like, are things sort of, like, left where they were? Did people have time to pack up and leave?
1: I'll allow you to roll a perception. This is going to be extremely hard because that thing you're talking about happened three centuries ago.
0: But even still, you know, like,
1: they're... Yeah, three, but three centuries of it being open to the elements.
3: Yeah, this wouldn't be a place that was, like, looted. I mean, it absolutely would be a place that would be looted. I mean, I thought you said it was pretty hard to get here. It is hard. I, did, I, just, I just figured, like, nobody knew about it and, like, it was dangerous and stuff.
1: Yeah, but that's never stopped an adventurer
3: before. So true. Yeah. It would
1: be a trek, but it wouldn't be an impossible trek. How do we buy this town?
4: <laughs> this is our town now.
1: It's our new upstart. Talk to the Ardish government.
0: I got a 27 on my perception check.
1: Uh yeah, so you peek into like some of like the buildings here. You do happen upon what looks like it was probably a like some kind of tavern at one point. Uh it's basically empty. But you can see the, the the bar and some of the areas built out of stone, carved directly from the stone, as it was planned from like like it was planned from the beginning um, to exist there. You maybe find like a few pieces of like material that that would have not entirely decayed over this point if there were like wooden tankards or um, any kind of like clothing or whatever. And it's difficult to tell whether it was left in a rush. But it was definitely not a place that was left nicely. Like it wasn't left. People didn't like pack up their stuff and then like hitch a ride later on. It was there's enough destruction to to clue you into the fact that this was something happened that was sudden. But it's been so long that any evidence of that, like clothing and wood,
3: would just deteriorate at this point. If this city is as big as I'm imagining, I feel like it would be pretty easy to loot for, like, the novice adventurer, but if we go deep enough, there might be stuff that nobody's found yet, you know? Yeah. For sure.
4: Yeah,
0: let's might keep
3: going. Big baddies, too. Hmm. Um,
4: I was gonna ask if maybe Isla could look for like, remnants of any people, like bones or something, but would that be a heal check, because she does not have that?
1: No, 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 it'd be a perception. You're not okay. looking, if you want to know, if you, if you happen to find some, and you want to know what happened to them. That would
4: yeah, be I, I think she's just, just looking to looking. see if there are any, like, bones or something that looks like it could have been like belonged to a person.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You want to check that. No one else has. So yeah, for sure.
4: Uh, 24.
1: Yeah. So as you look around, you look in, you know, some of the areas that aren't just directly out in the open. There do appear to be like bones left around. You can't exactly tell what kind of humanoid they are. They are definitely different kinds of, of humanoid. The thing you do notice is you, you see that a lot of these bones are still in their armor. Uh, and I think it's pretty apparent you're pretty familiar with some of the local ways that the armor has looked for Arden itself. And a great deal of the armor is, in fact, Ardish armor. But a lot of it is also Dwarvish armor as well.
0: That makes me uncomfortable. Uh
3: Uh-oh. What?
0: So... I do not like that.
3: Interesting. Why is that weird?
0: We should all take a nap. I'm just suggesting. I think it's
4: not the worst idea. We (laughs) had a long fight just now. No, I'm just imagining us getting to this big city. Like, wow, this is so cool! We made it. Let's take a nap <laughs> on the floor. I'm I mean, down. a let's bunch do of it. stone
5: buildings. We can each get our own building.
1: I mean, it's like that sounds not safe. It's like the afternoon.
4: Yeah, it's the afternoon. So
2: yeah, probably. I so, mean
1: siesta. I'll, we'll do some more
2: exploring.
4: Yeah, let's just let's go up to the <laughs> second floor.
1: There are Yay. plenty. There are plenty of remains if you look for them. They're okay. not exactly strewn about. It looks like over time they've been moved. They're not just like sitting in the exact same place as they were a few hundred years ago. You can definitely see, and as Percy as you kind of explore a little bit more, you do see what's very apparently dwarvish armor, and there's some dwarves bones just still in their armor strewn about but you see plenty of other sizes of creatures and it doesn't look exactly the same because it's been a few hundred years but it is definitely ardish armor and you probably eventually even find there's a number of like you can find a shield eventually they have the crest of the old monarchy on them oh
0: what the
3: heck steph what are you worried about
0: um i don't know i think that the fact that like there's all this ardish armor i think it's uh Like, likely, people who came to loot this place ended up dying, meaning there's something in here that's dangerous. It's killing these people, right? It doesn't make sense if it were.
3: I was thinking more along the lines. I mean, maybe, but they could also have been here trading when the thing attacked.
0: Yeah, that's true.
2: Yeah, I was also thinking something more sinister. Like, maybe Arden had something to do with down. Oh.
3: I don't know. I don't I, I don't think we have any reason to think that.
2: No, I know. I just was thinking about it from a different angle. But yeah, the the other thing could be that Arden was helping to fight off the dragon or something like that, and then everybody perished.
4: Yeah, I mean it's the old crest, Josh said. So and that's the old monarchy. So, so this was like a while recent, ago. Yeah, it's not recent. Fair. That is fair. Isla, when she finds that shield that you mentioned, or just a shield, because there's probably multiple, she's gonna um point it out and say, Guys, look at this. This is the old crest. These people perished a long time ago.
2: That's wild.
4: And the fact that there are so many bones, I mean, I don't know how many of them got out.
2: That's real sad.
4: Yeah, it's really sad.
2: And we're going to fight that thing?
4: Apparently. If it's still alive. Gods, I hope not. Well, let's keep going. I want to see what's on the rest of the floors. Let's go. We continue on.
3: Okay. And none of the armor we saw looks valuable, right?
4: I mean, it's really fucking old. So uh, not. If
3: anybody wants to roll on a praise check. I mean, and if if it's, it's magic, magic like it could be, be and shitty. valuable. Maybe not. What if it's antique,
1: too? I don't have a praise. 24 praise. This is probably finely crafted in its heyday, but it's been so long that it is basically junk. Okay, it's dwarven craft. A lot of the dwarven stuff and would have been considered like masterwork armor, but after this much time, you could wear it, but it wouldn't do much for you. Yeah, hell, mm-hmm. maybe you could find an antique dealer, but do you want to go have to do a side quest to find an antique dealer?
2: Nah, nope. <laughs> side quest? <laughs> Who knows? Like I may, I might make that NPC
1: kind of fun, but you know, I don't really want to do that. So Ugh. it's not really worth anything. I think
4: he'd be more fun than the dress guy from what was <laughs> love that, that guy I can't
1: even remember what his
5: name is. I oh, don't know
2: I think Percy might find like maybe on a piece of armor like if there's a dwarven crest he'll pop it off the armor or something like that try and find something just to, as a little keepsake.
1: yeah um you actually do see um uh, as you kind of sift around, there's this one dwarven skeleton that is like has looks like almost fallen fell, fallen into this like little alcove in like an alley and it's preserved a little bit more from the elements and you can see you know the flesh is completely gone off of the bones but you can see there's almost a bit of the beard is still there and you can see just peeking out of it as if it's peeking out of like the breastplate this dwarf was wearing the beard kind of jutting out from under the helmet Uh, you see this little glint and you do see what looks to be like a little hammer on a chain that's around this dwarf's neck I will take that it is I mean it's really blatant it's a holy symbol of Torek sick all
4: right. All right, let's go up the stairs, if there are stairs.
1: Yeah, you guys walk around a bit, and you eventually do find what looks to be these these stairs that wind up in order to give you access to the different levels. Some of these stairs have actually been, like, mostly destroyed, but you guys are eventually Uh-oh. able to find your way up and about. It continues to just be more and more destruction. You find more and more bodies. Ugh. Is there anything specific you guys are looking for? Um,
4: This might be stupid, and I know... I feel like Stephanie already kind of rolled for this, but can't... Well, this might be dumb. I was gonna, just going to see if I could tell if things were, like, scorched. Like, if there was, like, fire damage. But is that, like... Is it way too long ago to even tell?
1: Not necessarily. I would probably consider this a knowledge engineering. Okay. Then I
4: do not um, know. Because
1: you're trying to see what happened to the architecture. Yeah. I might allow... I might allow a knowledge nature.
4: I do have knowledge nature, so you roll that. I can roll that. Oh god, no, it's not
1: pause If you also want to roll a knowledge engineering, you might get different stuff here. Okay,
4: <laughs> I only rolled a thirteen.
1: A thirteen, yeah. From what you can tell, you you can definitely see this is there. There is like fire damage that has happened to a lot of this stone.
4: Okay. So this is for sure a fire-breathing dragon situation.
1: All you know is there has been like damage done by fire in okay. some way. You can't necessarily tell in your brain. You go, yeah, that's that's what happened to her. So fire. yeah, that's, that's what happened. Okay, so yeah, uh, it's a thirty-eight knowledge engineering. Thirty-eight. Yeah, ninety. Holy
0: shit! Good God. Ooh.
1: Okay, Percy, as you guys are going through here and you're looking at some of this this damage, you watch as like one of the walls. That like guards off this level from the level below is just like gone. You probably warn everybody, let's not walk that way because this we might just might just cave in and we could fall off. Mm. Oh shit! Um, it's just gone, and there's a number of these towers and spires that go up that have been destroyed, and it's really apparent to you. This is not Dragonfire. What? Oh. None of it is melted. These are absolutely ex- explosions, from what you can tell. Explosions? Explosions? Yes. Oh, shit. This was not an outside force of highly heated flame. This was something that, like, happened here.
4: Could there have been, like, a war going on? Like, like a battle? See, that's what I'm saying. Was there, like, a battle, and then a dragon, like, took but... them all out or something?
2: Or helped them. Well, can anyone roll a knowledge history about... Oh, no, because...
4: I can um,
0: try
2: rolling. Yeah, I, I'm gonna
1: say with a 38, like categorically, did. you go. There was no fire dragon here.
4: Oh, <gasps> so you don't think there was even a dragon at all?
1: It doesn't make any sense because you know, f- fire dra- fire drakes and fire dragons can melt dwarven stone. They're one of the only things that can do it. Oh yeah. my and god, nothing is melted.
4: So this things is like have like been a bad-
1: exploded. Concussed
4: this was a battle oh my Mm. god
2: I think Percy is standing there like staring at these towers and he just gets this epiphany as he's looking at them guys this was this was done deliberately with like bombs and stuff
0: what is there any way I can roll a knowledge history to see if I like in any of my history books ever read anything about something like this happening
1: have you rolled a knowledge history on this city in the past I do not remember Yes. yes yes yeah we both have
0: yeah, that was like yeah, before you, we entered it, but yes.
1: Yeah, then you can't. Okay, you, no you have I. I have told you everything that you know. Okay, you no worries, remember. that's fine.
2: So. I, but that's a, it. Feeds into my like weird thought about. Arden being sketchy, like maybe Arden was fighting the dwarves, and it was like a race from the history books or something.
4: Yeah, I... I mean, if they were,
2: it's not the current government, so... No, I know that, but it just, yeah, wild.
4: I mean, yeah, this happened a long-ass time ago, so this was like when the monarchy was... when there was an Ardish monarchy, right?
1: Yeah, when the Emirialis family...
4: Right, so... what the hell happened there? That's sketch. Okay. So... Isla's gonna turn to Percy. You don't think there was a dragon here at all?
2: No. Dragons can melt dwarven stone. None of these stones are melted. They're all exploded.
4: Well, that changes everything.
2: Yeah, what are we even going into? What's in Caglimgrad, if not a dragon? Man,
3: I was kinda looking forward to fighting a dragon. Okay, I was really looking forward to it. Uh,
4: I don't even know what to think now.
2: I, I feel like we need to. A- check it out a little bit more
4: yeah let's keep going maybe we'll find some more clues as to what actually happened
2: yeah i i I don't know how percy would do this but i want to look percy wants to look to see like if they if maybe there was like somewhere they were trying to reach within the city so like a point of attack if it was attacked like maybe the
1: very top spire or top ring of the city to see if you mean like where the like these apparent explosions were like placed yeah. and
2: stuff? Yeah, like to see if it's pinpointed in a certain area or it like leads up to a certain area. Sure, roll a perception check. Okay.
5: Like points of damage, dude, like all over, yeah. Yeah, cuz if you sense. think
2: about it, this type of area would be probably attacked in stages throughout the different parts of the city, but Sure. That's a natural
1: 20. so oh geez yeah 73 well, 39.
0: you're rolling so good
1: yeah you are crushing it tonight and I don't like it um,
0: <laughs> but don't no apologize. it's fine it means,
1: it means I get to tell you more things <laughs> yeah from what you can tell you're looking and you're kind of observing where these explosions are and at first it looks like you can see a number of them that were likely some kind of siege here as far as you can tell yeah um the way that the explosions have happened but you can also see that like there are some areas that it would be be real difficult to like launch an explosive at it's possible this happened from the inside Damn. Um, but as you guys kind of go through there are from what you can see about six levels and from whatever like destruction happened as well as what is seems to be some kind of barricade you guys walk around for probably about an hour you can't find a way to get past the fourth level oh. but the fifth and sixth levels seem to be totally blocked off blocked off like sheets of stone where gates used to be.
4: Oh. What the heck? And it looks deliberate like someone made these.
1: Oh, it looks like this is like a mechanism that was supposed to do this.
4: So it's not like something caved in or something.
1: No, no. There are parts. There are some smaller archways that maybe lead like into the hill that like have been caved in at certain points. So you guys, But can this find... is like
4: a deliberate like don't go past here.
1: Kind yeah, of. it looks like the fifth and sixth levels have been like there's some kind of deliberate way to wall them off. Shh. Like a defense
3: this thing. Ooh. Can we figure out a way to get in there? Do you guys have any ideas? Like well, um if it's if it's a mechanism, maybe Percy could find out how to switch it off.
5: Yeah. Might uh, be a one oh, yeah. like a mechanism that was set could, off without the intent to ever be open. I mean,
3: theoretically, that's a bad idea. Because how would you test it out? How would you test to see if it worked <laughs> in the event of an emergency?
4: Also, if somebody True. If anybody was back there, like in this mountain blocked off how would they survive
5: they would like- have find they would open another place. It's like, you know, you, you end one place, you ha- already have other oh, exits. Oh, like they have another
4: exit. Yeah,
3: like just okay. contingencies on contingencies. Or they didn't yeah. survive. Yeah, you know I was gonna say, you're
4: gonna run out of food at some point. Yeah. You know what I mean? like
3: Or they're gone. If there's any treasure in here, it's probably behind these gates.
2: Yeah, that's probably their, their dying dying breath. They, they, uh, they hid their treasure.
4: They're like, we will not let anyone get this.
2: Okay, yep. Can we start looking around? Yeah, what do you want to look for? Ooh. Runes. Uh, that I runes and, and letters and numbers Um, <laughs> I don't even know look for a secret switch
4: look for a secret switch Se- a,
2: a secret yeah. entrance a secret door roll a perception
3: let's see trick. if we can find out how these how these uh, gates work like what their moving parts look like yeah
2: is there a secret switch check? I'm gonna aid Perhaps.
3: I'm gonna aid Percy I'm aiding Percy I aid uh
1: natural 19 <laughs> fuck dude with the aid that's a 40 ah
0: Oh my god!
1: A forty for perception, looking for how this mechanism works or something. Yes. Yeah. Okay, you did roll a forty. Unfortunately, it is definitely built from like a way that like the outside's not meant to find it. You can tell that whatever mechanism this is, you know how dwarves work. The mechanism to make this thing work is not going to be literally attached to this thing. It's going to be hidden away, True. built into the superstructure of the entire thing. And even with a forty, like you don't have access to it from where you guys are standing. Yeah. It's a big old piece of stone, and you're like, yeah. I thought maybe we could figure it out but you know that wherever the mechanism that moves this thing it's not immediately around you because dwarves are smarter than that. Yeah. Let's look for it.
0: Yeah, let's literally spend as long as it takes to find it.
1: I mean, you guys can spend the next week here if you want to. Ugh. But oh my God, unless no. you're trying to scale up, you know, a big old wall or figure something else out, it's up to you guys what you're going to do. Let's go on a shunting party, dimension door into into the center
2: of the oh, hell of the no. space and hope and pray.
0: Oh, hey, that's an and idea. Just get
2: shunted around. Just
0: dimension door onto <laughs> totally. the other side of this. Yeah, <laughs> oh it, my god. And they just
2: keep getting shunted and taking what damage until of... we find a uh, find an open space.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah.
5: All that shit just makes me think that someone's going to teleport into a wall and they're going to die. It's also scary.
0: It's terrifying actually.
5: Yeah. I don't know what's on the
0: other side of this. I'm convinced there's some (laughs) crazy monster hiding in here that's been sealed away for a reason. And this isn't helping. This, like, locked and can never be unlocked. And we also, just in case, destroyed the bridge to get into this place and everybody died and left. I know that there was, like, some kind of war here. But for some reason, I'm just completely convinced that there's a terrible creature in here.
3: I am also thinking that, yeah, why don't you want to fight it?
0: Ah, I'm scared.
3: <laughs> I want to fight it.
2: I'm thinking we. We'll, I, I think we're gonna find more information if we go to Kaglamgrad because yeah. that's apparently where the dragon is supposed to be. But if it's not a dragon, what
5: what is it? It's a bunch of dwarves living in a mountain
4: with a bunch of explosives.
5: <laughs> yeah, sounds uh, like dwarves.
4: Yeah, honestly, I don't know. I mean, I don't want to sound like I'm giving up quickly, but I don't know if this is a good use of our time to try to to try to get past this barrier when we might learn more just moving on.
3: I mean, are we in a hurry?
4: No, but I don't know.
3: We need a necromancer.
4: What?
5: I <laughs> mean, to talk to these dead? I don't oh know how that would help. Oh my god. We just need someone to go
2: on the ethereal plane and
4: Yeah. and check it totally out. Totally easy. Um Isla's going to turn to Percy. So, you don't think there's any way to get past it?
2: Not that I can tell. If there's a way to open it, it's in. It's inside there. I mean, we can try, like, maybe going through some tunnels or something to try and find an entrance into it, but uh, I think, I don't know, I think it's a wild goose chase.
4: Isla visibly shudders. I don't want to go through any tunnels in this place.
3: You guys are boring!
5: This This place is kind of boring. I mean, everything echoes. Your voice
3: is still echoing, Algaroth. I can hear it.
4: What would your suggestion be, Algaroth?
3: I don't know. I never get to get out this far. I want to get into some shit.
4: I don't know if there's much shit here to get into at this point. Unless you can think of a way to get past that wall.
3: We've only seen a small part of this city. I say we keep exploring.
0: I guess it doesn't hurt to keep looking around. He has a point.
2: Then maybe we can just spend the night here, you know, make a night of it.
0: It wouldn't hurt to rest anyways
2: all right well let's spend the rest of the day exploring and like go through go through the tunnels and stuff yeah
3: yeah and then we'll rest and then, and then rest yes i'm
5: sure one of these buildings has uh, some sort of uh, kitchen something that we could make a decent meal for once
4: maybe if it's not destroyed
5: and there's a lot of buildings here if anything we can just start a fire indoors and not have to worry about people seeing us true that
4: All right. So I guess we will spend the rest of the day just kind of looking around.
1: Yeah, Can we take a 20 on perception? Yeah. You probably don't have enough time to like explore the entire city that's open to you um, in the the few hours you guys have. But uh, is there anything, what specifically you guys want to look for?
2: Percy wants to look specifically on the level that they're currently on where it leads up to the walls, uh, the walled off part of the city. So he wants to try and find entrances or tunnels on that level, possibly going deeper into the rock face to try and find like a backdoor entrance or like some way to get past the walls from, from underground.
1: Okay. Yeah, you spend the better part of the next few hours as the sun is going down and you find a couple of corridors that like delve into the hill. Some of them are stairs that go down. Some of them are corridors that just go straight into it. And throughout all of them, inevitably you either find a cave-in or another solid slab of stone creating a dead end. There doesn't seem to be, from your you know, what was almost a 40 it seems like whatever happened with this mechanism to block you from getting into the 5th and 6th levels, very dwarven, very foolproof. <laughs> it was very well planned.
3: Yeah. Ograth wants to look for treasure.
1: <laughs> One orc's treasure, dude. Oh, Alright, roll, roll, a, roll a perception for treasure. Treasure check. I thought we were taking 20. I'll roll. Are you going to spend the next like 4 or 5 hours searching for treasure by yourself?
4: Oh no, yeah. that sounds like yeah. a s- scary idea. What you, Indiana okay,
1: Jones? go for it. Once you take a 20, sure.
4: Elgros like be right back.
1: Uh 35. 35. Okay, uh, this is what I will say. If you guys are taking 20 unless you s- state specifically all of you are wandering the city by yourselves. Yes. Ah! Unless you state specifically you want to go together in different groups, I'm assuming everybody, Elgoroth is doing this by himself. Uh, with a 35, yeah, you wander around for a bit and you actually do find a number of areas where it almost looks like it has been ransacked in a sense. Um, there's different, like like a, maybe there's a house you find like carved out of the stone here and you find like any wardrobes or chests have been like open. They're starting to like deteriorate and everything, but you can see there's nothing in here. It looks like a lot of these houses have been ransacked, whether it was um, when this all happened or whether it was um, later on this place was looted. You don't know for sure you maybe find over the course of this like strewn about maybe they just got missed like a total of like maybe like 55 gold pieces um, that you just have found strewn ah. about like wedged under things in different places
4: nice
1: so I think eventually you do make your way around and you probably find what looks to be some kind of maybe like a craftsman's workshop there's probably many of these, as the city is is known for this. And there's maybe some old, like, rusted over tools, uh, some stuff that is broken. You maybe even find some tools that have been, like, just destroyed uh, over the years, or maybe from some kind of looting that went on here. Um, but there is a point where you you just happen to look under this stone workbench, and you do notice, seemingly missed, are a pair of gloves hanging on a little hook. Oh, ooh.
3: Are they, like, leather? Do they look like workers' gloves? Uh, they are leather gloves, yeah. Uh, he'll he'll take them if they look like they're in decent condition.
1: Yeah, they look uh, They look pretty well taken care of. They're dusty as hell, but they look like they're in good condition for something that's been sitting here for probably a couple hundred years. Cool.
3: Yeah, he'll bring back his haul to the party that night when we get together and show everybody what he got. Uh, we probably established, like, a base to meet back at, like, the center of town where we were, like, Percy was sitting up the tent and stuff.
1: Yeah, where do you guys plan on staying for the night? You gonna sleep in the town square? Or are you gonna... What's the plan?
3: I think it'd
0: probably be best if we pick, like, the inside of a building. Just in the case yeah. that anyone were to come in, we have, like, some cover, so we're not just, like, out in the open. Sure. Sounds good. I'm good with that.
2: Maybe hang up some of the tent flaps over the open windows and stuff.
1: Yeah, is there, like, a specific area of the city or a specific level you want to do it on? Like, what's what do you want to do?
2: Percy would probably want to stay close to the level that's closed up at the top.
1: Higher ground. Yeah.
4: yeah, that seems like a good idea.
2: Okay.
1: You guys are able to pick out a building. It seems to be some kind of manor. Uh, it looks like the, the front door, whatever door was attached here, has just been destroyed. Um but you can see there's like there's many rooms to this area you can get into. Uh part of it is caved in, the upper probably third floor to this like manor slash like large apartment, almost like a like a dwarven penthouse, you know, it's this like upper you're in the upper levels. So There's probably some of the wealthier folks live up in these areas. The third floor of this is probably mostly caved in, but it's relatively close to those walls and it's pretty shielded from, I mean, if the, the bridge is the most traveled area around here because everything up here is pretty much wilderness, um, it's it's well shielded from that. You feel pretty comfortable like lighting a fire in here. And because the third floor is basically gone, you can vent the smoke. Sweet.
4: Nice. Yeah. Okay.
2: Sounds dope.
1: Okay. Love it. Uh, Percy will take a maybe a little longer
2: watch in the middle of the night. Just kind of maybe sit up in the second floor window and kind of watch watch the walls of the enclosed top part of the city and uh, keep an eye on things. Okay.
1: Anybody else before you guys go to bed want to search for anything?
4: I think I'm good. I'm going to wait till the next day. Yeah, so Lai's good as well.
3: Okay. I just want to share uh, what I found with uh, the party. Yeah, you found like a small smattering of gold.
1: It's probably just remnants of like if something got looted at some point, a couple coins dropped here or there in different places. And these really nice looking, uh, pretty well-kept work gloves. Are the gloves magical? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would like to
5: detect the magic. Uh, the gloves are magical. Yeah. yeah they cool. are. Can I do Ooh. a <gasps> check? Yeah. Uh, or something? Spellcraft. Spellcraft. Sweet. Yes. All right. Where's my die? Oh, man. That sucks. But it's a 24. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that fucking sucks. (laughs) I rolled a natural four. (laughs) Yes, these are what's called engineer's work gloves. Ooh. Um, these durable canvas and leather gloves imbue the wearer with an instinctive knowledge of mechanical devices. The <laughs> wearer also gains a plus five competence bonus on craft and knowledge checks made to repair or understand mechanical devices. Um, once per day, the wearer may touch a device and instantly analyze it, learning its purpose and general method of operation, as well as diagnosing any acute malfunctions of the device, but not its magical powers or additional non magical effects. There's like a whole okay. there's a example stuff there.
5: That's wild. This shit, that is so cool. Wow. And super appropriate for potentially what the fuck we need right now. Mm-hmm. Good job, I know, Ellie.
4: Uh, Good job, Ellie. It's
5: Gary. Uh, I like
4: Ellie. That's cute.
5: Well, fuck. That's dope.
4: That is dope.
5: I guess after checking the gloves, uh, A will look to Groth. Just quiet down there. That's you heard nothing, saw nothing. Just just the coins and the
1: gloves.
3: Yeah, what'd you bring back? <laughs> That's what I thought.
1: Was, yes, cool. Thank you, you
4: did great, Elgroth <laughs>
1: Yeah, I mean, a lot of you guys probably could have found some other random odds and ends, but nothing that's, like, <laughs> valuable. I'm torn about those gloves,
2: because I have uh, I have Kilgaren's gloves on. I really like those gloves.
1: What do those do
5: again? The gloves of arrow snare. Yeah, they catch bullets and arrows. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's tight. But you could take them off just for this moment to, like, touch a wall or something, potentially to learn its mechanisms, maybe? Yeah. I just, the gloves, I feel like I'm the only one that just for momentarily just for the just for now maybe yeah sometimes
2: magic items are weird like that
5: I mean they're useless in my hands oh you mean like you have to wear them for like a day for like you to yeah I don't know to gain the shit uh, technically the shit. I
2: don't think so but um yeah I think I think Percy would would throw those gloves on if everyone was cool with it yeah yeah I yeah. think it makes
4: Absolutely. sense you deserve it oh we're certainly not gonna use them
2: does anyone else Isla do you have a glove slot open.
4: I think I do have a glove slot open, but...
1: What's the check for the gloves? It gives you bonuses on craft and knowledge checks made to repair or understand mechanical devices. Yeah. The other thing is just a thing that happens. Okay.
4: I do have my glove slot open, but I'm totally fine letting you have them, Percy.
1: Well, I was going to give you my gloves of
2: arrow snaring.
4: Oh, okay. Okay. I'm good with that. I will take them if you don't want to sell them or something.
5: Uh, I think they're
2: valuable to have for sure, especially for a frontline fighter.
5: Yeah, if you don't want them, I'll take them. That just seems so cool—just to snatch an arrow out of the air and just be like, not nah. it's pretty like,
4: badass," yeah. to be honest.
5: Like, ugh, yep.
2: So twice a day, you can just catch a catch an arrow or a bullet.
4: Sounds good to me. I'm down.
3: So we're gonna go back to that wall and use these gloves, right? Yes, hopefully. Hell One yeah. of the walls. I mean, we kind of. I mean, have we'll to. try. Mm -hmm.
2: Doesn't hurt to try.
1: Yeah, we'll do it in the morning.
4: All right. Time for a little sleepy sleep. Okay. Should we take watches?
1: Can we say we heal? Yeah, Yeah. So I should have enough to expend to do that. You guys can heal up for sure. Cool. You guys are able to make a little fire, cook up some of the food you got from the orcs, and bed down. Throughout your guys' watches, it's kind of eerie out here. I mean, it is pitch black, save for the moon and the stars. There's Mm -hmm. no civilization out here. It's been like this since you guys have been sleeping. But if any of you are, like, peering out um, on the second floor of this sort of, you know, dwarven stone manse that you're in, there's, like, a little balcony, so I'm sure some of you can sit out there keep an eye out. Mm -hmm. It is cold, quiet, save for the howling of the wind and every once in a while, maybe the the howling of some creature or something off in the distance. Mm
3: -hmm.
1: And uh, it's... Like I said earlier, it's it's kind of sad because this place is like a feat of architecture. Like it makes like, you know, Rigel is more modern than this place and it has levels in, in a similar manner to this. Rigel is like a, a very, like a shallow conical structure in the way that its levels are made. But this place, you know, if you imagine what it would look like before all the destruction was probably beautiful and probably had thousands of dwarves that lived here. But it's just empty completely and utterly devoid of life save for the firelight and your snoring companions behind you as you sit there so, um, but inevitably the, the sun comes up, Elgaroth just staring into it with the fury and uh, you guys, and whoever eventually wakes up probably catches him, um, There, there is a point where <laughs> it's uh, I think from the angle of where you guys are sitting, you have to leave the building to find where the sun's rising and like find your way onto probably another building to be able to see it Elgaroth because you're in a walled city and you guys are probably on the western side of it um, where you're sleeping so I imagine in the morning uh, you have to go find the sun do you take the time to do that
3: no he wouldn't if they're underground he's fine he's like he feels I mean you're, you're not underground like you're in like a, a building
1: but you could go find it if you wanted to
3: no he, he doesn't go chasing the sun he just if he happens to see it he's not happy Well, you can tell it's
1: definitely coming up. So, you know, it's somewhere and you don't like it. You wish it would just go away. But uh, that's fair. (laughs) Maybe maybe once it rises a bit, you can give it a good a good intimidation check or something. But eventually everybody gets up. You guys said you wanted to do some things this morning. What would you like to take care of?
4: Gloves on the door. Gloves on the door. No, I'm just kidding. Whatever you guys want.
1: So the plan now is to go back to that gate, which is only like probably... You know, a little ways away from this house you guys are staying in and try to use the gloves on them. Yep. And activate this special ability like you once per day. Indeed. Okay. You, you know, slide these gloves on. It's funny. They're actually too big for you. You, you would be very familiar. Dwarvish hands are uh, big and meaty. <laughs> but they do kind of take the shape of your fingers as many magic items do um, as you place them on. They feel really great. They feel well-worn. You've used work gloves many a time before, and these feel like work gloves you've been working in for, you know, years. Sick. They seem to fit. You know, they're, they're perfectly sweated into to where they're not abrasive on your fingers. They almost feel like they've melded to every curve of your knuckles and everything as you pull them on. And you walk over and you, you place your hand on this stone and... At first, you're like, I don't know how this works. Nothing is happening. And then very suddenly, as as if you always have understood, you know exactly how this mechanism works. This is a solid slab of dwarvish granite that was held under pressure. And at a moment of need, that pressure could be released. And this stone is moved into a way that is essentially immovable. Oh, it, was, it was built to keep people out.
4: Oh, my God.
1: In many different kinds of times of need. It could be an attack. It could be, you know, to stave something off. You're not sure. It could be many different things, but it's meant to keep people out. Damn. Dang. This piece of stone has a number of different carvings on, like, each different side of it, and they lock into the stone of the hill when they're moved. You know it is not meant to be retracted. This is a last-ditch effort. Damn.
2: Dang. So Percy has his hand on the wall, and he's kind of like looking quizzically back and forth, and then he all of a sudden turns to the rest of the group. It's not happening. There's no way to get it open. You're sure? Positive. These stones are locked in place for the rest of time.
4: Great! Wow. Wow.
5: Or until something blows this mountain to pieces.
0: I can only imagine what's hiding behind them. I guess we'll never
2: know. I really want to know really bad now. Even worse. Really bad.
0: Me too. Really
3: bad? Hold on, can you can you actually teleport to the other side?
0: I, it's risky as hell. It is risky
4: but I could.
5: Let's fucking not do teleport, it. But Maybe I can use that or... risky ass scrying thing that I have.
4: Stephanie's gonna end up in another dimension again.
5: Let's do it. Oh my god. You Come on I'm guys, so it'll be fine. for Josh right now. <laughs> Hold on, there's gotta be something else dangerous oh. we can do along the way. Oh. I'm so nervous.
2: I'm not even nervous for us. <laughs> let's just do it
4: I mean, if Steph is okay with it I support it I just, Jesus Christ, this could be
2: really bad Yeah, let's give it a try My guess is that there's a anti-teleportation uh, field uh, I feel like it'd be really be. dumb of
0: them not to Because this is yeah. way too easy <laughs> that could definitely be the case. Yeah, I figured well, we, we could Dimension Door, but... Because
2: Teleport, you think you have to have some semblance, right? Of being there to even attempt it?
1: Yeah, I think with Teleport, you would need to... I mean, you can you can always attempt to Teleport, but oh. it just gets really likely that something bad is going to happen. Yeah. Dimension Door, you just have to basically... I'm going to go... You, you can say I'm yeah. going to go 500 feet in that direction. You don't have to envision anything. Right. But if you end up in some of the kind of structure you know Hmm. shunting party begins yes yeah Percy I mean you would you would know that this slab of stone is about 40 feet thick
2: 40 feet thick
1: 40 because it's like a rampart the thing like this is a a wall of this part of the city it's like a giant archway yeah and so this would almost I mean it's 40 feet it's less of an archway it's a tunnel essentially yeah fucking absurd
3: wild so it's as thick as this archway is tall so we gotta go 50 feet (laughs) (laughs) yep
4: uh, so, are we Let's gonna do, do this? All right, Steph, have fun. Nice <laughs> knowing you. Bye.
5: <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Take
2: Elgaroth. You and Elgaroth go. Oh my god.
3: Don't do it. What do you what so do you, guys, you? guys are so boring. What are you guys gonna do? I need you to well, tell me. I
0: need to doing. go with someone who can dimension Dora's back because I can only dimension door oh. once. All right, Percy.
2: Okay. Let's Try. Do it. Okay. Me, Elgaroth, and, and Salai.
4: Yeah. And we never heard from them again.
2: Can
1: I go Just
3: with again. you?
4: Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. Percy, what's the what's the caster level? What's the cash level of the Cape of the Mount Bank so that you know you can take two other people with you? <laughs> it is ninth. Yeah, so you could bring three other people. Yeah, and um, so typically I'm able to. Yeah, you can bring three other people. So yeah, you guys that that'll work. So what are you guys doing? Lay it out for me.
0: Okay, so Salai is going to take us there. And it'll be me, Percy, and Algaroth.
1: How far... You guys are standing in front of this giant stone slab. How far forward do you want to... You have to envision it of the distance. Do we want
0: to go 50 feet to be safe? 60 feet?
1: Yeah,
2: I think we should go a little bit farther. I think 50. 50?
0: Okay. So we're going to go 50 feet. And I am going to... Before doing that, because I have dark vision. Does Algaroth? Yeah, right? Yeah. But... Percy does not.
2: I have a um, Ioun stone.
0: Oh, okay. Perfect. Okay. Torch. I just want to make sure. All right, then I guess we're just, we're going to do that. I'm going to dimension door uh, 50 feet forward to the other side of that door.
1: Okay. So you guys are standing here. Uh, Island and A are going to stand behind. Uh. Stay behind. And Salai casts the spell, puts her hands, uh, one hand on Elgaroth's shoulder and one hand on Percy's shoulder. And you guys see this rift in time and space open up as they're basically pulled through. And we'll find out what happens after the break. Oh Oh my God, I'm so scared. Hello there everybody, it's your friendly neighborhood Game Master Josh here, thank you all once again for tuning in to the pod called Quest and I'm gonna keep this one nice and short because I am late on the edit and I'm sure everyone wants to listen to the episode, even though by the time you're hearing this you're already halfway through, but I think you get the point anyways. One quick little thing to note here folks is the ending of Quest Side Story, uh, almost exactly a week ago, turned a year old and with that we're gonna be doing some special character art finally! After all this time we're gonna be able to see exactly what those eight yes, over the course of Quest Side Story there were eight player characters. We're finally gonna get to see what they look like, we went ahead and commissioned one of our awesome patrons, Heraldic, to go ahead and bring these characters to life. And let me tell you, I've seen some of the initial sketches, and they're looking mighty fine. So we should be posting some of those sketches and some of the work and everything over the course of the next little bit, so keep your ear to the ground there. Remember, all social medias are just at PodCalledQuest. We're really excited to bring this new art to everybody, and allow these strange, impromptu characters that we pulled together for COVID to have their day in the sun. Alongside that, if you want to get involved in some upcoming projects we have, maybe voting on what direction some art goes, or getting your hands on some special content, make sure you check out Patreon.com slash and chuck in a buck or two to help us keep making this stuff. Every little teeny bit is appreciated. As always, a huge shout out to Sirenscape, Larian Studios, The Game Kitchen, CD Projekt Red, and Owlcat Games for the use of their awesome sound effects and music. You can check out them as well as all the other composers whose music we use via Creative Commons at PodCalledQuest.com slash music and in each in every episode show notes. And of course, please go check out CauseCalledQuest.com where you can check out a number of causes that we support, get involved, find all the Information for donating or just checking out their website. All right, everybody, let's get back to exploring this old ruined dwarven city. We will see you all next week on Friday, February 25th for Way of the Rusty Dragon episode 28. And we'll see you right back here on Friday, March 4th for PCQ Prime episode 60. Have a good weekend, everybody. All right, guys, so Salai. Cast the dimension door spell. This rift in space and time opens up, and you watch as Salai, Elgaroth, and Percy get sucked through. A and Isla, you stand here. You're just waiting, trying to figure out what's going on. Oh, God. Very quiet. Both kind of think. Oh, we don't really have any way to know how, we don't have any way to communicate with them. That's uh, interesting. But Salai, Percy, and Elgaroth, as you guys feel the rush of stepping through this extra dimensional space, um, you have so many times through Dimension Door. Elgaroth, this is probably the first time you've ever done this, I would assume. And so this is a really interesting experience. No, it's in my backstory. Oh, for sure. Okay, never mind. Uh, you've done it a thousand times. Um, you left your cape on the Mount bank back at your house. Yeah. Um, but as you guys move through this extramensional space and get thrust back into the material plane, you find yourselves standing at the front gates of the city staring up at the archway you walked in through yesterday. (laughs) What? Yep. Yep.
3: What?
2: Whoops. There's a big old teleport rejection area.
1: It's like, uh uh-uh. Does anyone have, I would say knowledge arcana could do this for us, like maybe any magic that's in place.
0: I don't have that.
2: Nor do
3: I. Also, I don't. Wow. That was a weird way to say that.
4: Also, <laughs> Neither I
3: don't.
4: Do I. <laughs> also, me not have it either.
3: <laughs> have such knowledge? I do not.
1: <laughs> I as well don't. <laughs> Neither as well have I. Never do not. Oh, that's <laughs> all the worst. Oh my god! I have a feeling it didn't
3: work.
0: Yeah, I I have a pretty strong feeling it didn't work actually.
2: Yeah, I wonder if it'll even let us get back to where we were before. I doubt it. I think we have to walk all the way back. Let's try it though just to make sure. And Percy will grab the two of them and attempt to go back to
1: where A and Isla are. How many years have gone by?
5: <laughs> we'll find
2: out. We'll find out.
1: Um, we'll find out. Yeah. So Percy, you go ahead and snap the cape of the Mount Bank and put your hands on Salai and Elgaroth's shoulders. You guys move through the extra dimensional space like you just did, and you're standing in the exact same spot. Sweet. <laughs> in front of the front gates, staring up at this open archway leading into Felcom.
2: Well, uh, we better get a walk and Let me send. Uh, let me send. Oh wait, Salai, you have Barnabas.
0: Oh, I do, don't I? Yeah.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, you mind uh, busting him out for Tom's sake and? Uh... Yeah. Here you go,
0: and uh, she takes out Barnabas. I just all I have to do is throw it, right, and then it.
2: Yeah,
1: it's like a Pokeball.
0: Okay. <laughs> yeah, you have to nice. you have to
1: yell his name and then followed by the word go. <gasps> I you choose to, you.
0: Barnabas. Go. <laughs>
1: so you guys watch as the um, little Onyx figurine like clinks across the ground, and as it settles, it slowly morphs into this large mastiff, and he's just sitting there.
0: <laughs> hey, Barnabas.
1: Hello. How are you, old chap?
2: I'm good. Well, got a mission for you. Again. Uh, you see the very top of the uh, the structure up there, the fourth wall? Run up that way and tell A and Isla we're okay. We'll meet you up
1: there. <laughs> Fine, <sighs> kind of watches the uh, the breath moves the the jowly saggy uh, face of this mastiff, and before giving you one last look, it turns around and
3: bounds through the city. There he goes.
4: Barnabas is so sassy. Yeah. <laughs> Fine, if I
1: must.
3: So we go, we go follow him, or we just walk back. Well, yeah. Um, he he's
1: you know you guys are walking and he's running through much quicker. So um, probably about I would say fifteen or. 20 minutes, maybe a little more after your friends have teleported away, A and Isla, uh, you hear across the stone walkways here um, what sounds like the galloping and clattering of a multiple limbed creature oh, coming no. up behind you.
4: <laughs> Isla whips around and pulls out her sword. <laughs> oh, God. Is
1: standing there with finger guns. <laughs> with finger guns? With okay, finger roll, guns? roll a perception check.
4: <laughs> Jesus Christ, A. Eh? Lightning bolt. 26.
1: Twenty-two. Yeah, you guys reel around and you're ready to attack whatever this is, but you realize it's it's Barney. Barnabas comes bounding up, and like comes with like a skidding halt across like the the stone. Yes, good morning.
4: What are you doing here, boy?
1: They sent me here to let you know that they're fine
5: from another dimension.
1: No. <laughs> where are they? That's good news. They're that way. And he points his nose back towards like basically where you guys came in from here.
4: Oh, well, I guess it didn't work. She looks at A.
1: I guess I could have checked for... I don't know. Barney kind of scoots forward, and he's sniffing around your robes, A. Barnabas, we've done this before. (laughs) There's a cat.
5: (laughs) She's made of fire now. What do you mean? I mean, like,
1: she'll burn you and scratch your eyes out. He kind of, like, sits up, like... How dogs do that alert thing. They look up at you. Tilt his head to the side. She does say, um, good day, though. And fuck off. <laughs> good day.
4: Isla scratches Barnabas behind the ear. Good boy, Barnabas. Yes, good
1: I boy. am. Yes, I am. a Very good boy.
4: You can stay here with us.
1: And he just, like, plops down, like, laying on the ground. Like, tails, like, slightly wagging behind him. Eventually, um, yeah, walking around the bend are your three friends.
4: Hello. Hello. So, I take it it didn't exactly go well? Nope.
1: This place sucks!
4: <laughs> you can say that again.
2: Yep, I think we're all out of options. Um, might as well press on.
4: I agree. We shouldn't exhaust any more efforts on this wall.
2: Let's head to Caglimgrad.
5: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: All right, let's do it.
5: So, after everyone comes back and kind of states that there's something off, A won't say anything to the group, but she'll uh, go up to the wall and just touch it, do a knowledge arcana on it.
1: Yeah, go for it. Two a 31. Ooh, Yeah, um, pretty high DC. Um, so it's not the wall specifically. It seems like the city does not allow teleportation inside of it.
0: Oh. There is
1: teleportation that is tried oh. to, if the spell tries to bring someone into the city or if it happens, basically if the, the destination lands inside of Felcom, it just shunts you to the front gate.
4: Hmm. Well, there you have it. That's very clever of them, I would say.
1: Yeah, dwarves are not going to let people just randomly appear yeah. in the cities and shit. That makes way. sense, yeah. Yeah, it doesn't matter where it is. That'd be smart. smart. You can teleport out, but if your destination is within that city, within the walls, it just pushes you out to the front gate. Smart. You're welcome that to come city. in, but not like yeah. that. But well, we're going <laughs> to check you out first.
2: Yeah, go through customs, bitch. <laughs> yep.
5: All right. So A will take stock of that, and... Uh... She won't say much because it just happened so quick and she she might relay that information later to everybody, even though half of the group knows that already. Will you guys make your way back
1: out of the city through the front gate and leave this sad husk of what was one of the the grand vestiges of the dwarves Mm. left in the, uh, the continent you call home?
4: So sad.
1: And you begin traveling further north.
5: We should probably, before we leave, we should probably collect, I mean, not that we need to say this, but, like, grab fresh water from the lake. Because we've probably been traveling out, you know, away from water for a bit. Sure.
4: Sure. Okay. Fill your canteens.
1: You guys fill up your water. So, like, as you exit, you go down to, like, the, the shoreline and, mm-hmm. and stuff. Okay. Yeah, for sure. So, you guys uh, can actually see there is a river that does um, flow out of the Withering Alps going north from here. And so you guys can kind of follow that. It'll kind of lead you um, as a nice little path up towards where Catengrad is. You're going to have to navigate the mountains a bit. It's not exactly on the edge. Over the course of probably the next day and a half, you guys spend walking. And eventually, you can see the topography. The grass starts to thin. It's not nearly as long. It begins to become more and more rocky and barren. Um, Until eventually, you guys, I mean, the the mountains are looming over you at this point. You're beginning to walk into the foothills of the Withering Alps. And you can see there's little to no vegetation growing here. Um, Little sprouts of different things. Um, They all look dry and brambly. They don't look green in any way. They don't look, doesn't look lush. But the mountains are craggy and harsh looking. They're intimidating as you begin to come upon them, but they're they're grand. It's a huge mountain range up here. And uh, let's go ahead and have, I mean, we can either do probably a knowledge geography, if anybody has it, to, to try that. to make your way to where Kagumgrad is. Navigating things safely, we'll probably do a survival check down the line, but that's not going to tell you where it is.
4: A knowledge I actually have. This is a miracle. Look
1: at that. Oh my goodness. 18.
4: 18.
1: Okay, yeah, you guys are able to f- uh, follow this river. That kind of leads into this valley, at least this sort of uh, opening, this pass in the mountains. And um, it undulates. It's very rocky here. You're coming in and out of these large rock formations or these different piles of stone. You can see there's like some old trees that have like clung to the side of these rocks that are growing out. They don't have any leaves or vegetation growing on them, but they're still kind of clung to the area. And you guys begin to essentially enter into the mountain range. You're obviously not climbing a mountain. But you're going to be going, you know, up large hills you're going go into other parts of the various cliffs and stuff here, trying to find your way to this dwarven city. Go ahead. If you have survival, like trained, go ahead and roll that. Otherwise, like roll up, maybe roll a perception check. Everybody? Yeah. Anybody, anybody who wants to.
0: I'm going to use Deadeye's lore.
3: I'll, I'll assist you. Uh, I'll aid uh, Salai, like uh, Algaroth will try to teach her how the orcs found their way. Yeah, That's Steph it. has the highest survival. Okay, so I we'll, think... I'll think i just assist Salai then. I also aid.
0: Yeah, I have two aids.
5: You got two aids, or at least an aid from me. 28. 28.
1: Yeah, with your survival, you're able to find your guys' way um, into a much easier trek. Percy, what'd you get on that perception check? 34. Thirty-four. Okay, so as Salai is leading you guys through here, um, she's able to find some of the easier routes that makes it just like easier on your guys' bodies. It's not as hard of a trek going through things. But Percy, as you guys come up over this like set of rocks inside the mountain here, uh, the sun is kind of up above your guys' head at this point, gleaming down on you. Percy, you look out and you can actually see what looks like a portion of like an old road looks to be some kind of like dwarven make, but it's like chunks of it like parts of it have like deteriorated over time Um, but you can you can see your way to it if you guys just took a little bit of extra time to get to where this road is you could possibly follow it sick
2: yeah Percy I think once he spots that guys do you see the how it just makes that curvature that that's a road oh it looks like an old dwarven road we should we should start there try and travel through it
4: it's a great idea sounds promising
1: to me Okay. You guys spend a good chunk of the day climbing over rocks. There's probably a couple cliffs you guys have to make your way down with some rope and everything. But you are able to make your way to this road and you can see it's all paved in perfectly aligned hexagons. All made from that same um like deep green granite. It seems like everything is made out of like the, the bridge and all of Felcom were carved from. It seems super plentiful. All the rock in this northern area of Arden is is Basically consisting of this green granite and you can see this road it's wide it's probably 20 feet wide it makes an easy way through the mountains but there are pieces of it that seem like either there was maybe there could be rock slides over time it has just deteriorated um it is not going to be a perfect way through the mountains but will lead you to a point throughout the day as the sun begins to wane you can see the long shadows of the mountains starting to create lots of shade and darkness percy you do notice like some odd movement in your periphery every once in a while. It's it's nothing that you immediately catch. You don't see any direct shapes, but there seems to be some things that are alive in this mountain range. It could have just been a bird or a small mammal. You're not sure, but you guys eventually do um, continue to make your way for the rest of the day and the sun is going down. Shoot.
2: Yeah, I think we should search for a good spot. Yeah,
4: it's probably the best idea at this point.
2: You want roll survival stuff to yeah. find a good spot to camp?
4: Let me do that real quick. Mm-hmm.
1: I will aid. And I do. I aid as well. How long does Dead Eyes Laura last you, Steph?
0: Uh, 10 hours.
1: Okay, oh, yeah. Dang. then You're good. That'll Shit, count still. Shit, that's
0: really good. 28.
1: 28. Yeah, you guys are able to actually travel down a bit of a ravine, um, down one side of the road. Once again, the land here seems barren, devoid of any kind of... Real life or anything substantial, aside from some of the little bits of things you maybe have caught, Percy. Whether that was rocks falling or a, a bird that's made its way in here, you're not sure. But you guys are able to find a little kind of like an almost like an alcove in the rock that you could set something up to maybe protect yourselves from most most you know view, um, if you needed to.
2: All right, I think we pitch a spot and take a
1: watch. Haley. Okay.
4: Just the usual.
1: You guys uh, set up your watches. Who's who's all taking watch? You probably need about four people.
4: Isla will. so
0: I will. Percy
1: will. And probably Elgroth at the end. Trying to trying to find the sun, although it's gonna be harder in the mountains. <laughs> Alright, who's gonna go first?
4: Sly so will go first. Alright. Isla will go second.
1: Percy third. Go ahead and uh whoever's first, go ahead and uh, roll a perception check. Um twenty two. Okay. You're sitting out kind of where the, the opening of this crevice is, and throughout the night it's it's mostly quiet here. The wind howls through every once in a while through the the, the ravine you guys are lodged in I mean like, a couple hours into your watch you do notice what seems like a couple shapes very far off in the distance um up one of like the the, the crags in the mountains um flying around um, with the 22 you can't really make it out but you do see um, a few sets of few sets of shapes what the coursing through the sky as they're kind of backlit by the moon and the stars up f- way further up in the mountains than you guys are you happen to be looking up at the moon and you do catch some small shapes. You're not quite sure how far away they are. So you can't judge size, but they're large enough for you to be able to see them.
0: Hmm. Okay. Uh, they're far enough away that I can see them, but I can't make out what they are at all.
1: Yeah. You can't make, well, the 22, you can't make out the exact shape. And because they're far away, you can't exactly judge like the size of them. Cause you don't know. Are they a mile away? Are they half a mile away? Because if you knew how, if you, if you could yeah, judge that, because it wasn't dark,
0: large the Yeah,
1: they could be much closer and and smaller, or much further away and much larger. But you don't know. You're seeing the silhouettes of them backlit by the moon.
0: Celia's so gonna crawl over to where Percy is and like gently jostle him to wake him up. Percy.
2: Hey, no, there's so much jingles. There's
0: so much. Oh, what? Oh, Percy, <laughs> wake up. What's up? I see something off in the distance. I can't tell what it is though. Jesus Christ.
2: Oh, let me take a peek.
0: Come on. She drags him over to where uh, she is sitting <laughs> as he's like half asleep still.
1: Uh, 26. 26. Yeah. Uh, you can maybe tell they're a f- they're a few miles off, which means they're probably pretty decently sized creatures, but you can't really tell. They're winged. Yeah. Like, I... In the dark, it's pretty hard because you don't have dark vision, but the moonlight helps with this. They look
2: pretty far enough away, I think definitely got some girth to him, but I can't tell what they are, though.
0: I guess I'll just keep an eye on them, then.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh, let us know if something changes and they get closer.
0: Okay. I, I can do that.
1: Okay. Um, at this point, Percy, you should probably just get up and take watch. It's been a, it's been a few hours. Th- that's true. I'm already awake. <laughs> You're going to try to go back to sleep and need a full eight hours after the last two or three hours you got your sleep ruined by your cleric.
4: Sorry. <laughs> Thanks, cleric.
1: Yeah, he's probably like super paranoid now, too,
2: so he'd probably want to stay up. All right, Percy takes his watch. Roll that perception. Good night. Good night. Don't touch my jingles. Uh What is that? (laughs) Don't like it.
5: (laughs) Jesus
1: Christ. Uh, What the fuck are those? Uh,
4: Nobody knows.
1: 36. Yeah, so as your sitting here, Percy. You're, like, staring up at those things, and eventually you watch them, like, fly behind one of the peaks. You just don't see them anymore. They're just off. They're gone. And you sit there for a little while longer, and you're staring. You're getting kind of sleepy. Your eyes low a little bit. and You're kind of looking around, and probably look back down the ravine. I imagine as you get sleepier, Percy starts getting a little, like, antsy, because has instilled this, like, there's stuff out there, man, (laughs) in your brain. And you probably, like, quickly look to one side. You're like, no, no, there's nothing over there. And as your eyes kind of begin to get, like, foggy and you're getting really tired, in front of you, just down the outside of the where the ravine is, where this, like, you know, mountainous alleyway essentially is, you swear you can see two yellow eyes <gasps> okay, looking at you. I'm getting really creeped out. For real.
0: <laughs> for real. They're watching you. No.
1: And they're just staring.
0: my God. You can't see any shape
1: around them. You do not have dark vision. There's just two bright yellow eyes. Staring. You can probably close your eyes and shake your head a little bit. And you open them. Still there? No, they're on the other side of the ravine. Stop. <laughs> Stop. Two. This is so yellow creepy. Just staring. Why? They're just they're perfectly round and just staring. No. What do you do? Oh my god, no. I think he doesn't
2: break eye contact and like keeps his eyes trained in that direction. But he's like slowly slowly starting to crawl back and trying to reach for somebody
1: else sleeping near him. Okay, it the eyes never blink. Yes.
2: Oh my god, <laughs> guys, guys, wake up! What? 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 What is it? There's something out there. Look! 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 look. Come here! Give me! Give me! Isla! Look! Look at
4: it. Isla crawls look, over to Percy. You,
2: you see that, right?
4: What are you? What are you talking about? Look, 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 look.
1: Does she see it? Neither of you see them anymore.
4: Percy, what are you talking about?
2: I
1: swear, Isla, they were right
2: there. I swear to God, I swear to God, they were just looking at me right there. Look, look at where my fingers pointed. What what was looking at you? What? Two yellow eyes. Percy,
4: it was probably just a bad dream. Why don't you go back to sleep? I'll take over.
2: Okay, well, just sit here with me for a little bit. And we can both watch, so that way we know we're not crazy. Uh,
4: Oh, okay. You should probably get some sleep, though.
1: Soon, soon, soon.
4: Isla stays up with him and takes the third watch.
1: Okay, Isla, roll a perception check. Yeah, you guys sit out there for a while, and probably like another hour goes by. You don't see anything again. (sighs) But you do hear something. From back down the other direction of the ravine, you hear a small little voice. Uh, What languages do you guys speak? Dwarven, Elven, and Draconic.
4: Common, Aquin, Aboleth, and Draconic.
1: Okay, you guys do not understand the words that are being said. As you guys hear the voice, it seems not from here.
3: Lu, chew, this. Lu, chew, this. Do you what
1: that? is that? Do you hear that? Can both of you roll a will save?
3: What? Oh, no! Will's
4: my worst save.
1: Oh,
3: this is fucking freaky. up
4: oh, no. the
2: two will. The two will.
3: Willbillies. Fuck you, will Fucking. <laughs> will
2: Billies. <laughs> oh, oh no. Willy Nilly over we here. We both rolled
0: Willy
4: Nilly. I rolled fuck. a nine.
1: Sixteen, even with a nine,
4: <laughs> <laughs> even with a nine.
1: Isla, you hear this voice, and it sends chills down your spine. It makes you <laughs> this this. You don't have hair uh, on, on your body, stuff on your head, but like the scales stand up. They like ratchet, oh God. and it sounds like there's a creature just down the way. Mm-hmm. Percy, you're like, wait a minute, somebody's playing a trick on us. That voice isn't coming from over there. This is some kind of spell.
2: Someone's playing the trick
4: on us. What do you mean? There's there's this voice I can hear from over there.
1: No. Who
2: oh, this? Didn't you hear that? They're not there.
4: What are you talking about?
2: They're not really there. Don't believe it. Uh, how do you know? Because uh, I know...
4: Because I rolled a sixteen.
1: You felt this before. That it it is some kind of spell effect. It is something illusory. Percy will wake everyone else up. Okay, you wake the whole group up. Middle of the night. Uh
4: oh, we're gonna be fatigue. okay.
1: You do it. Um, you wake everybody up. It's probably about two in the morning. Um, oh, and you're all awake. You guys are all awakened by Percy in the middle of the night. It's pitch dark,
2: guys. Something's out there. Casting spells, playing tricks on us.
0: What is it? Is it what I saw?
2: I don't...
4: Those
0: flying I don't know. things?
2: I, I, saw,
4: I don't know, but it's freaking me out.
2: What kind of spells? Uh, uh, like illusionary, illusionary effects.
4: Seems pretty damn real.
0: Uh can still I try and take a look? I have dark vision.
1: Yeah, are you going to stay where you are or walk out there? I'm going to walk out there too.
0: Oh, I guess I'm also walking out there.
1: Axe in hand. <laughs> yeah, roll a perception check, guys. 20.
0: Minus 12.
1: Yeah, you guys get out there. Percy probably directs you like, oh, the eyes are right over there. You guys get over there. There's nothing out here. How far away was it? Percy doesn't have dark vision, so he gave like a general area. So okay. they're they're probably out like, I don't know, 60, 80 feet from where like you guys are camped. Hmm. Um, but there's nothing out there. They have dark vision. They search around. You don't see any evidence of anything.
5: And no one else is hearing the voice that they're hearing. No, it
3: stopped when I stopped doing it. Okay.
2: I swear it was... Arlo had it too. I did.
3: I believe you. I just... just don't wake me up next time.
2: Well, you might as well take your watch now, Elgroth. i <sighs> <Just
4: kidding.
1: laughs> No, I think Isla probably has. She has a little ways to go. Also, everybody got woken up, so you're going to have to redo a little bit of that. Sleep a little late today.
2: Okay. Well, that's fine.
4: Back to bed, everyone.
2: I don't know how well we'll be able to sleep in, the, in these parts,
1: but... <laughs> yeah, we will see.
4: <laughs> there was a horrible noise, and it was super creepy and yellow eyes, but everyone go back to bed, sleep tight.
1: Yeah. Well... Isla, you finish off your watch. It's uneventful. Elgroth, you get up and begin your watch. Go ahead and roll a perception check.
4: Oh no.
3: Oh, that's bad. Sixteen.
1: Yeah, it's super boring and it's very frustrating at the end because you can tell the sun is coming up because the darkness is fading, but you can't fucking stay you can't see it. It's so irritating. Just sit tight. And swallow your pride, you know that you'll live to fight another day.
3: Yes, his jaw is just really tight. He's, he's like gripping his axe like white knuckle gripping, just sitting by a fire, maybe on a rock, waiting for like, just waiting for the sun. Just like, <clears throat> <laughs> 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 Well,
1: eventually the sun comes up, eventually peeks over the mountains, I'm sure before you're even able to see it, everybody eventually, I don't know, you guys are sleeping late because you all got up. Yeah. Uh, but the sun eventually comes up and your watch goes off without a hitch. I'll draw. And uh, eventually, everybody wakes up.
4: Must be nice, Elgaroth. The rest of us had like nightmares.
1: And upon everyone waking up, I need you to roll the fortitude save, please. All what? Of
4: you. What? Oh, it's, it's starting. Oh no! Oh
0: no! What the hell is going on?
2: It's the blight.
0: The blight.
4: Oh, that, a, right. The a blight. Fortitude? Oh, I
1: fucking fortitude save.
4: This. Yeah. Oh no. Uh oh.
1: A twenty-two. Isla.
4: Eighteen.
1: Percy. Twenty-one. Elgroth, thirty-three. <laughs> Shit. And Salai,
0: thirty-one. <laughs> <What the> fuck. <laughs> Sons of bitches. That
1: orc- Orcish fortitude, baby. You know it. You guys all wake up in the morning and all of you feel a little weird, a little off. You just feel a little, like, a little sick. Nothing too bad, but just not super great. Everyone but Isla. No. Takes one point of Constitution drain.
0: What? Are you serious? Oh, no.
1: And one point of strength damage.
0: Oh, Ooh. my God.
1: Oh Isla. No. You take two points of constitution drain. Oh, my God. And three points of strength damage.
2: What? Three? Oh, my gosh.
1: We just lost a bunch of hit points. Yeah. Yeah, you did.
4: I lost a lot of hit
0: points. I
5: know. It's not fun for me to be at a 59. It was fun when I was at 69. Now I'm at a 59. It's not so fun. That's wild.
0: Yeah, that's not good. Ugh,
4: I don't feel very good
1: You
2: alright? Yeah, I feel pretty nasty to myself
1: Yeah, you've all got like minor headaches Your stomach feels like you're not like you're gonna throw up, but just like not good You've probably got achy joints Like, you ever been like so tired your eyes hurt? Mm-hmm. Yes You have a little bit of that? Like your, your jaw's a little weird just, Everything just feels not good
4: I feel like I'm hungover, but I haven't had anything to drink
1: do you even feel like you might even feel like you have, like... Do you have, like, a rash? Or, like, a like almost like a minor burn in places of your body? Oh,
3: shit. Is there a knowledge we could do to see yeah. what's going on? Yeah. Knowledge nature would suffice. Oh, I have that.
4: I have that, too. I'm
3: gonna roll it. I oh, as yes, well.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I as well.
3: All right, Elgaroth, what'd you get? A 24.
1: 24. I got a 19. 19? 27. Yes, Elgaroth, you... Understand that this seems to be some of the same similar effects you've seen of of people you guys have found that have ventured up here. Usually, when you encounter them, it's much more severe. But this does sound like some maybe some preliminary stages of it. Though you're not quite sure what literally is happening, um, but this is extremely similar to what you have seen and is likely maybe the first steps to getting to that kind of endpoint that those people that you guys studied ended up at. Percy, you're kind of racking your brain. Think about what could be going on, and you keep coming to this solution of something that's really rare, but it's something you've read about, but it just doesn't make any sense to you. You keep thinking, like, I guess that could be what it is, but how is that? How is that possible? Because as far as you can tell, you guys are suffering from the initial effects of radiation poisoning. Oh, what? What,
4: what?
0: the hell?
2: Yeah, and Percy tells everyone this. Um, I'm wondering, like, how how much, like, radiation is... How many people have actually, like, dealt with that, you know what I mean, in our world?
1: Yeah, it, yeah. it's... You've seen it. It can be common amongst certain magical devices can create it. Mm-hmm. But uh, there are also naturally occurring substances that are radioactive. Yeah. And so, it definitely would have been studied. And it is used for certain, like, magical processes. Gotcha. It's just really rare because people, we don't really understand... You guys don't really understand it very well. Yeah. Even some of the most highly accomplished scientists and wizards, it's kind of on the edges of scientific understanding. You've probably read about it, like, very minimally, and come upon it in, like, random readings of yours. But it just doesn't make sense to you. Like, you're just in a mountain range. Like, you're not you're not near, like, a magical laboratory, as far as you know, that, like, this would have happened. And as far as you know, like, if you were, you'd, you'd see it. You know what I mean? You would... Yeah. You see the thing emanating radiation.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I don't know how much you guys know about this, but uh, I think we're affected by some sort of radiation poisoning.
4: Radiation? How is that
2: possible? I don't know. I don't understand it. It doesn't make sense. There has to be a
3: source. You see Elgrath look up at the sun and just sort of whisper to himself, I bet you get this. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Um, sorry, I'm, like, doing some research to see, uh, if I have any spells that can help with this.
1: Is it, like, does it work like a poison? It does, but it's also unique, mm. so. Well, there is well, a spell, I
0: mean, remove radioactivity, would that work in this case? Whoa. Oh.
1: That's a spell? Yeah,
0: I'm reading. You have it? Yeah. Seriously?
1: I think it's on it's, the cleric spell list. It's not terribly Let helpful right check. now.
0: It'll help us in, like, I can remove radiation effects in a 20 foot radius so like if we have to go anywhere it's not going to help
1: yeah I mean it's it's pretty good I mean it's a fourth level spell it's pretty hefty Whoa. shit but uh, it works on one creature yeah but you remove like all ongoing effects like you do have to succeed at a caster level check but it can restore con drain and strength jam strength damage wow so, that's
4: amazing um, what the heck
1: do you have any empty slots
0: okay you left open I have a today? question I, I mean, I can always take an hour and prepare it. It's the start of the day, so...
1: Yeah, you guys feel this as soon as you wake up, so you haven't had yeah. the chance to prepare yourself. Okay. Um, okay. It says
0: here... When cast on an area, a single casting of remove radioactivity removes radiation from a 20-foot radius around the point that I touch. Can that be a mobile point? Like, could I cast it on my tankard and then 20 feet? Oh,
1: no. Okay. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> super smart. Cast on an area, so it denotes the area you cast it at. It's not going to move like that. It's not an object. It's you do it on this 20-foot radius. Dang right, it. but um, can we all stand in that radius? No, because it removes, so what it says is it removes radiation from a 20-foot radius area, so it might be something that If you need to, you could use that spell at nighttime and Uh remove the radiation around you guys. Maybe sleep okay. Okay. Maybe you'll get like a bonus on, you know, the, uh, the save the next day or something. Depending. But yeah, you can use it on a single creature and it can restore one D four points of conjuring and one D four points of strength drain. Uh it says drain, but I would I would say it works for the damage too. That's fine because the way I'm doing this caused by radiation specifically. Okay. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah, but it's one it's one fourth level spell for one person.
2: I would say definitely we gotta use it on Isla if we know that she's not. She probably looks a little worse than us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she failed. Yeah. So So I think the rest of us will probably be okay for today. Cause I don't want you to have to like use all your fourth level slots. You know what I mean?
3: Just like maybe Um, prepare twice and then make a scroll of it today and do that like every day that we can't just make a scroll. Okay.
0: So I've prepared it twice. Can I also, um, I'll go ahead and take Shane's advice. I'll make a uh, scroll for it as well. So I'm going to take some time to do that.
1: Okay. Take some time in the morning. It's a fourth level scroll. That's going to cost you. Uh 350 gold. Kidoki. By chance, have you looked at endure elements yet?
0: I don't know if it would, but
1: Endure Elements has to do with hot and cold temperatures. It won't work with radiation. Yeah, it doesn't prevent doesn't protect against other environmental hazards such as smoke, lack of air, and so forth. So yeah, it's just if it's hot or cold.
0: Celia uh, is going to go ahead and use one of the uses uh, or one of the preparations of remove radioactivity, and she is going to cast that on Isla.
1: Okay, you do need to roll a caster level check. Let me just pull this up here really quick. Thank you. Yeah, go ahead and roll that. You gotta, I think you have to hit the DC. Yeah, the DC of the radiation effect.
0: Oh, I rolled a natural 19 for 29.
1: Nice. Yes. Nice. Yes. You do. Thank you. Um go ahead and roll 1d4, Stephanie, for the constitution drain. 4? Nice, right?
0: Nice. You yes. remove remove
1: all of your constitution drain, Isla. Yes. And then roll uh, for the uh, strength damage. I rolled a one. Okay, so okay. that brings it down to two. You still have that minus. So wherever you noted down how much damage you have, that note when I said three points of strike damage, make that two points. Okay, it so still, I still gives have you the, the one. minus one to those skills and the abilities and stuff. Luckily, you're a Dex character though, so you don't really care. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Thank you, Salai.
1: But you do feel quite a bit better, but you still feel shitty.
4: I can work with this.
1: Well, should we uh,
2: pack up and get moving?
4: I guess. I'm a little worried now.
2: I know. This is rough.
4: I just hope it doesn't get worse.
2: I suspect it will, so we just need to stay prepared and hydrated.
4: Does hydration help with radiation poisoning?
2: Maybe, but we got saliva. so um okay. she'll keep us safe.
1: All right, go ahead for traveling through here, for making your way through the mountains along this road, this busted up road that sometimes you guys lose it for like 40 minutes and then you may find it again. You need to travel through. It's kind of arduous to get through. Go ahead and roll a survival check.
5: I will aid, same, and I do.
0: I'm going to cast Dead Eyes Laura for today.
5: All right. I aided as well
1: somehow.
0: Uh, Elgaroth, are you going to aid me as well?
1: Yeah, that's three aids.
0: So that is 30.
1: Thirty. Yeah, you guys are able to navigate your way through here. Can I have everybody roll a perception check? A few hours into the day, as you guys are following this road, there's some moments where it looks like there may have been some kind of rock slide. And there's this huge mound, this rock formation that is just literally in the center of this road. You guys have to just navigate your way around. There's no way to just climb over or go to the next side. You guys have to go all the way around over some more cliffs and through other parts of the mountain. Give me those perception checks 30, 23, 20, 26,
0: 27.
1: Okay, Isla, as you guys are traveling through here, you can see just down the way from you, you guys are coming down a bit of a slope into like another little like dip in the mountains. You can see like sticking out of like a, a face of rock it's this pointed piece of metal it like catches your eye a part of it almost like glints off of the sun like you almost see like a glint at of the corner of your eye and you look over and there's this like conical metal shape like sticking out of part of the rock and like ground here What? just jutting its way out it's probably 10 or 15 feet across at the widest point and it comes to like a point it's like a cone
4: hmm. and it's metal that's embedded into the rock
1: it looks like it's coming out of part of the ground in rock here.
4: What the hell is that? She's going to point it out to the rest of the group. Percy? Does that look familiar to you at all? It's
2: shiny and
1: metal. What? Parts of it are shiny. It looks like it's... Been, from what you can tell, even with your, your role, now that it's pointed out to you, um, it looks pretty rusted over, but there's, there's bits of the metal you can still see that are kind of catching some of the sunlight. We should... Check it out.
4: It doesn't look like it belongs here. Whatever it is.
1: No, it stands out like crazy. It looks so strange. It's it's. I will say it's very clearly a like created shape. It's yeah. not a natural piece of the topography here.
4: We should go check it out.
1: Yeah,
2: let's uh, approach slowly.
1: Okay, you guys move closer and closer. Um, how close do you want to get to it?
4: Fifteen feet away.
1: Okay. <laughs> you, as you look at you, wanted to say something. <laughs> yeah, I'm nervous about radiation, so oh, okay. I'm,
2: I I want to take it real slow and. Is there any, can we feel a palpable
1: change Yeah. as we get closer? Roll a perception check, Percy, since you're the one looking at this specifically. 24. 24. No, as you get closer, nothing changes in that regard. Okay. Um, Do you like... Nothing that you can tell.
0: If you think it'll help, Percy, I can always cast another spell on it. That way we're safe right around it.
1: I can approach
2: first and check it out just to make sure. And if it is... Real bad. I'll let you know, and maybe we can cast it on that, so I can get closer.
4: Be careful.
2: First, we'll
1: start to creep up, move up towards it. Yeah. Okay. As you get closer, roll a perception check again to examine this up close. Twenty-five. Twenty-five. Okay. So just so I'm just so I I know exactly how close are you to this thing? Twenty feet. Twenty feet. Okay. And everybody else is a little start. bit back. Okay. So from twenty feet away with a twenty-five, it's fucking weird, but it's very apparent. This conical shape is attached to what looks to be like a metal cylinder sticking out of part of the rock and ground and you can see the cone is like covered with a twisting line of like jagged teeth this is a drill
2: oh what,
1: what the heck? and you can see there's a hatch on it
4: what the fuck percy what is it
2: guys i think it's a dwarven invention it's an excavator what and percy runs over to the hatch okay yeah, this it. is this
1: large, like 10 or 15 foot wide cylinder, all festooned in dwarven runes and various like devices, pipes coming in and out of it. And you can see this huge, jagged edges of this rusted over like orange and encrusted and drill with these burrs. And you can see it's like a corkscrew pattern that this would have used to drill through solid stone. The hatch is there. It's completely rusted over. Mm. What do you do? Try to open it. You try to open it? Oh, God. You just going to pull on it? Um,
2: Let me roll a knowledge engineering first with a plus five competence bonus. Nice. These new gloves I got. Okay. Very nice.
1: What are you, you trying to do with that, that knowledge?
2: Trying to find the best way to open it without, like, breaking it or... Okay, all right. Oh, okay, I'll, I'll allow it. <laughs> oh,
1: Nelly. 42. Forty two. Oh
4: <laughs> dear God.
1: Yeah, you can see there's a handle on it, but it's pretty apparent that it like latches like probably from the inside. Can I
2: like crawl? Is there a window I can crawl in or something like that?
1: No, but you can surmise with that 42 because that's insane. Even with dwarven-made metal this old, you could maybe break it open. All right. I'll if you it. tried hard enough. Yeah. Yeah, but there's there's no way like you'd be able to like if there's any lock on it, you wouldn't be able to pick it. It's completely rusted through. Gotcha. But you could probably break it. A couple centuries of dwarven metal sitting out in the elements. Even that starts to deteriorate.
2: All right. He'll blast the lock with his pepper
1: box. Oh. oh okay, God. this is actually an actual gunslinger thing. Let me look up how this works. Blast lock. The gunslinger makes an attack roll against a lock within the first range blah, blah blah. Yeah, there's a bunch of different ACs. Yeah, I mean, I would make it a pretty hefty lock, but it's also fucking old. Uh, go ahead and roll an attack roll, Percy. Okay. 27. Yeah, you put a round into your pepper box and aim at this thing and and fire and you watch as whatever mechanism is on the side with these kind of cogs and stuff and this little encasing, uh, you just blow it to smithereens. It almost just turns into dust as you hit it with your pepper box. Dang. Whatever locking mechanism was near the uh, handle is gone now. Okay. Pops it open. Okay, you undo this hatch. This hatch is probably four or five feet wide at one point and it opens the long way, and you pull it out, and as you go to, like, remove it, it just breaks from the hinges, and you just, like, drop the piece of metal, just clang, 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 you hear the echoing go off into the mountains, and coming out of this is just this horrid stench of just death.
4: No! no.
1: That whatever was likely in here, there were any crew... They've been sealed in this thing as long as it's been here. Oh, God. And the
2: ghosts, right? The ghosts are coming now. God. <laughs> you don't see any
1: ghosts, Percy. Okay.
4: Here come the ghosts.
1: This isn't a drill, it's a. Drill.
4: <laughs> exactly. I'd like to think that the ghosts are also sealed in here. Like they somehow could. They're like they're corporeal enough to where they were sealed in this drill. And now they're going to.
1: Maybe they just think this is the whole world.
4: I think so, yes. Yeah.
1: Stupid <laughs> <laughs> is Stupid ghosts. <laughs> Stupid, stupid
4: ghosts.
2: <laughs>
1: you should know better. <laughs>
2: you
4: dumb, dumb ghosts.
2: <laughs> well, you, even, you didn't even try to go through the walls.
1: Uh, and how large is the capsule? Like the? Uh, well, it's embedded in like the ground. Oh, yeah. It's you can't see the hole. You can see about probably about six feet of the cylinder, and then it's a long like cone of the actual drill. Do you want to look? Do you want to look inside? Yeah, Percy will activate
2: his iron torch and.
1: You release your little prism and it begins to float around you, alighting like a torch. And you look inside and you can tell there's like like a there's like a console and like an area with like levers and different little winches and stuff to like enact the thing. And as you look down inside, like you you can't quite see all the way down it, it looks like it's pretty long. It goes out of the torchlight. So it's gotta be at least twenty feet long from where you're at. Damn. And you can see the crumpled, decayed. Bodies, three different dwarfs.
2: No, guys, um, you guys gotta check this out. I'm gonna, I'm gonna jump in. He jumps in.
1: You get inside. Yeah. Okay. So as you guys are approaching a bit of ways uh, away from Percy, and you guys watch him just like crawl inside the hatch. Percy, you have to like avoid like landing on a couple of these bodies. The way it's positioned, they've obviously sagged down more towards the bottom. But as you kind of crawl inside, you're almost like shimmying down because it's almost coming up at like an angle. Mm -hmm. You have to shimmy down this thing. You have the iron torch around you and you can see there's all kinds of interesting contraptions. You can see there's like these windows that have like from the outside you couldn't tell. They're completely covered with dirt and dust. You can see like oh this must be like how they knew where they were at and all these weird gauges that looks like this like strange glass tube that's been shattered and has like this old like liquid that's solidified like pouring out of it. And it seems like there's all these different devices that you're extremely not familiar with. But it looks like far beyond even anything you've seen nowadays that they had here, that they were doing. And as you begin to continue to shimmy down, you realize this thing's probably 30 feet long. It's a big big 30-foot drill, just the cylinder, the capsule that this crew is in. And as you make your way, you're staring at these different cogs and strange devices in here. Just on the edge of the torchlight, you can see like a faint greenish-yellow glow. What? And as you kind of stare at it, you watch as slowly two points of greenish light illuminate, and you hear a slow burbling.
4: No, 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 no. no. Thank you.
3: And we'll see you in episode 60. Oh, God.
4: A
0: Percy killed us. There was a ghost. Damn it. This
3: sounds bad.
4: Marcio sleeping.